You are in the open air from Colorado Public Radio. I'm Jeremy Peterson. December seems like a natural time for reflection, not just on the year that's been, but on the years. So it's ideal then, and we're beyond excited to have Brandon Summers and Benjamin Weichel, the Helio Sequence, with us as they celebrate the 10-year anniversary of their fourth record. Keep your eyes ahead. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Let's get right to a song. You're going to kick it off with uh, the way the album starts off. This is Lately? This is Lately. Helio Sequence in studio. I wonder what you love to 
Helio Sequence playing for us in studio. That is lately. Keep your eyes ahead is the record. They're out on tour celebrating that decade anniversary. Brandon Summers and Benjamin Michael with us. Sounds fantastic, guys. Thanks for being here and doing this. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks. Now, this, 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 this record, it's uh, been really wonderful to have a, a, an extra reason to sort of revisit it. I, on this end, anyway, I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, a special record, I think, for, for a lot of people, for me, for various reasons. Um, I was in Portland at the time, things going on in my life, and uh, you were a hometown band, and it was exciting to have a record that sounded like this, you know, coming from where I was living. Uh, set the scene for us. What musically was going on for you guys uh, going into the studio with these songs? Oh, gosh, there's so much, so much going on. The, I mean, I think that one of the things I was really inspiring at the time that we were writing Keep Your Eyes Ahead was that there was like a really, there was a big boom in Portland itself. So we had a lot of um, friends in bands. There was just so much creativity going on at the time with bands like Menomina and 31 Knots yeah. and, um, oh gosh, so many others. You know, so there was this, we were kind of feeding off of each other's excitement and creativity, playing a lot of shows together. Um so that was kind of the the feeling of Portland at the time that went a lot into the record, and then there was a lot of a lot of personal um, things that went into making the record as well. Um, I personally, I was dealing with losing my voice before yeah. recording the record, and kind of working to get that back, and kind of rediscovering a lot about writing songs and 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 thinking about you know the craft of songwriting itself i remember that being the, the story kind of at the time when, when this came out is you you pretty much lost your voice entirely and kind of had to relearn how to how to sing almost yeah. right yeah exactly yeah i mean i was going through like vocal therapy sessions and some singing lessons and you know on top of just learning the general things of taking care of yourself actually realizing right, right. what i do and and you know how i might be able to get better at it now ultimately that ends up uh influencing the way the songs were written then yeah, absolutely. I would say that Keep Your Eyes Ahead is probably a more vocal-centric record or, or lyric-centric anyhow than maybe some of the other stuff that we've done, which has focused a lot on texture or spaces. Well, and also introducing acoustic songs and kind of finding a way to turn that into a helio sequence yeah. kind of sound. That, that was right, yeah. another thing I always loved about this record is, is kind of marrying uh, these anthemic driving songs but still having this organic sound about them and having them right next to sort of, uh, I don't know, you might call them Dylan-esque sorts yeah. of numbers, and it works really well. You guys start with acoustic guitar for a lot of the songwriting, but also drum loops and other other origins like that for this record, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was just a lot of keyboard loops. Brandon wrote some songs that were just guitar. Sometimes Brandon would actually even play drums just to flesh out an idea and yeah. yeah, all of our writing is kind of a, a, this this mediation, like finding a middle ground between Benjamin and I. So a song like like Hallelujah was uh, this really cool keyboard loop and and drum part that Benjamin had, and we knew like oh we have to do something with this. So it was kind of put upon me like okay, I had it at home and and uh, you know just playing with different ideas, either playing together in the studio or when I was at home and and trying to find what would serve that the best. Well, and that feeling. that song in particular. He had laid down a bunch of stuff and was just like, yeah, I'm still, I can't figure it out. And he left on a trip. And so I had all these files and I was just kind of like muting and unmuting things. And I actually just chopped up all of his vocals to make, okay, this is actually what I think the part should be like. Can we somehow actually make this, you know, happen? And it slowly turned into something. Yeah. And the magic coming from that, I mean, it was definitely one of the uh, the lasting songs for me over the past decade, in general, not only from this record. I mean, Hallelujah is 
Oh, you know, it's a keeper. We'll, we'll, we'll hear that later in the set. I'm, I'm excited to hear that here in yeah. the studio. Talking to the Helio Sequence, 10 years celebrating for Keep Your Eyes Ahead. And actually, it's almost 11 because I noticed it came out January 29th, 2008, was yeah, it? Yeah, it's getting yeah. there. We're getting, we're getting the tour <laughs> right almost into over. It. <laughs> the, the, the time just flies, doesn't it? Let's get to more. Uh, what are you going to play next from Keep Your Eyes Ahead? Uh, the next song will be Can't Say No. Benjamin from the Helio Sequence, and we're going to play a song called Back to This. Back to this. 
Sometimes you're left to do, sometimes there's nothing left to say. We were given up time, we were given up ties, and everyone knew it too. Real busted, disgusted, and all we knew we cared, but it always comes back to. Sometimes you can't relate, sometimes there's nothing left to say. We were given up time, we were given up ties, and everyone knew it too. Tongue got in, divided, the words just can't be found. Just no going back. I pray for rain while the waters rise and fast. From the Helio sequence, playing for us in studio songs from Keep Your Eyes Ahead. Back to this, the song we just heard in Can't Say No, a song that I always felt like was, given some of the lyrical content anyway, uh, a, a political, social commentary. I may have been totally off, though, given uh, what we've come to know about the origin of these songs since. Where is Can't Say No? Oh, no, I think you, you've definitely read that song right. That that particular song comes from, I had a huge fascination going into the writing of Keep Your Eyes Ahead uh, with uh, media and, you know, it sounds quaint to say it at this point, but the effects of television and yeah, <laughs> things yeah. like that because media has progressed so far beyond television. Well, and probably at the time, maybe how MySpace and early mm-hmm. Facebook were affecting how people were kind of starting to sell themselves to. But right. also I think the song... You know, it isn't just social and political. It's also personal because there's something overwhelming about just being alive that I feel like the song kind of right. touches upon, you know. Yeah, you said it better than I can say it myself. And you say quaint, and uh, those kinds of things do sound quaint, saying them here, MySpace, 
MySpace, uh, right. The song, though, it, it has gotten past that. It, it, it lasts. Yeah, I mean, because there's the, the undertone of what Benjamin is talking about. Yeah. There's something, you know, universal about just having to deal with the time that you're living in. And I think that those lyrics are general enough to kind of, you know, hopefully live beyond the MySpace days. Yeah, it might be even more <laughs> relevant now. but Right. Well, this is a very personal record. It seems like it's been more recently that you've talked about the real story behind a lot of these songs on Keep Your Eyes Ahead and mm-hmm. that being uh, largely inspired by the loss of your mother. Right. Which... By his loss, I mean her disappearance. Yeah, yeah, and that was something that I had kind of held close, and and I didn't tell anybody anything about for for years. And it was uh, just recently that I've begun to kind of open up about this, which has been you know very therapeutic for me, um, honestly, and uh, um, something that I feel like I want to share with people. So my my mother disappeared in in uh, two thousand one. I didn't know where she was for a good. Oh, something like five years or something like that before I had made contact with her again. So it's one of those things that I was holding inside, and I found that a lot of it was finding it itself in the songs that were coming out on, on Keep Your Eyes Ahead. So there's this undertone of, um, you know, just the loss and trying to deal with being in that gray area, you know, of of trying to cope but not knowing whether there's closure. Because you, um, you, I mean, you didn't know if she was somewhere uh, I didn't, alive. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know yeah. if she was okay, and I didn't know where she was. So there was so much, um, uh, just in this in limbo, you know. And so much of the record, especially looking back, comes out on it. Is this a reissue? This this celebrating this record? I mean, does it have to do with the fact that that she's she's back in your life now would it have happened otherwise you or? know and it just is one of those things in life that just happens to work out amazingly in that sense just uh, about a year and a half or so ago um, she came back to Portland and I had been in contact with her for a few years and, and it was an, an amazing reunion and it's so good to have her back in my life in my family's life and it did seem like this amazing full circle when we yeah. realized it was the 10 year anniversary and we were going out to play all these songs and every night that I'm on stage and I'm singing these lyrics um, instead of being brought back to that same place that that gray area and and that feeling of loss it's a different feeling for me now so it's it's very amazing how do these songs feel now to you I mean especially after that you know coming full circle in a way I, I guess I would describe it as a, a nice closure I've been holding keep your eyes ahead so close to me um, as a record for so long it's it feels good to to share it with everybody in a different light. Did you have to relearn uh, songs? I mean, I mean, I'm sure some of these have been part of your uh, set list since since the record. Yeah, but some of them we've we've played all along. But yeah, there was definitely some that we hadn't played for a while. And yeah, we had n- some of them we've never played back to back, and that's the most interesting thing is to put them in this order, an order that we would probably never put them in in a normal set, and just say, okay, well, this is what we have to do, and it, it gives it all a different kind of contour in the entire set. So keeping your eyes ahead. Right. What's next? <laughs> well, we're Christmas. <laughs> first things first. <laughs> not not resting apparently. <laughs> We've got a lot to do when when uh, we get back to the studio. Benjamin and I have been well. We've been recording a lot of other bands, and um, we're working on two records that we're really um, excited about right now. Two two Portland groups. One is Black Belt Eagle Scout. Oh yeah. Um, and we've also been working with Sunbathe. So we're. Looking forward to getting getting back to the studio in a few days and jumping right into those projects. Sounds fantastic. We're we're fans of those bands too, so uh, looking forward to that. Amazing. You're going to go out with the song we talked about a bit earlier. Uh, this is Hallelujah. Where does this song come from? Uh, that 
pretty directly came from reading um, a book by Richard Dawkins called The God Delusion. But it's one of those things that was kind of kicking around in my head for so long, this kind of struggle between, um, you know, belief or spirituality and what it means to people in strict religious terms as opposed to, you know, uh, turning from that. And, uh, you know, I think people have often interpreted us as being a Christian band because of that. And I can come out and say that I'm, I'm definitively not a Christian myself personally. But... Uh, spirituality is a very important thing to me. So Hallelujah is about kind of finding your own spirituality.
That's the Helio sequence, last of our set with the duo Hallelujah. Uh, both the title of that song and uh, an appropriate uh, reaction, uh, I feel like, here in the studio today. Keep your eyes ahead, celebrating its decade anniversary. Congratulations, and thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.